Everybody loves McDonald's fries. So, yes, you accused your mom of stealing some of your fries on the way home. Um, but the bag did feel a little light. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. Yo, y'all know what it is. It's your boy, Kun Roo. And it's your boy, Yolo Roo, man. We just jumped off the porch with Dirty Glove Bastard, man. Check it out. I got it on me. I don't need no rubber bands. Hold up. Hold up. Ah, uh, I'm in the party with my homies. All right, so we got Yellow Roo and Coon Roo off the porch with us today. How you guys feeling today, man? What's good, what's good? We good, man. We good. We good, we good. Happy to be here today. Nah, I appreciate you coming by today, man. Yeah, man. It's my first time, man. That's a long overdue. Okay, that's what's up, man. Yeah, so what else you guys got working on here in Atlanta during this trip, man? Um, I just knocked out this feature last night. Um, I, I got a song dropping with Tootsie. Um, I just did the feature for that last night. We been in the studio, crazy. Um, shot like two visuals or whatever uh, since we've been down here um, since All Star. Everybody went out, but we was working. <laughs> you guys stayed. Huh? Yeah, we was working, man. Yeah. What'd you think of All Star, man? It was pretty wild out here. Yeah, it was pretty. It definitely was pretty wild out here, man. People was getting a lot real out of hand out here, and I, I'm one to. <laughs> I, I don't let circumstances be the reason why some shit happen. I don't put myself in no situation where something's gonna happen. Like so, I try to take proper precautions when I, and it just it seem like one of them places you'll want to go to. <laughs> nah, for real, man. <laughs> All right, so we're both you guys born in uh, Trinidad and Tobago? Yeah, Trinidad and Tobago. Yeah, that's my blood brother, Coon. Um, we was born Trinidad and Tobago, Cuba to be exact. Uh, I came to the U.S. when I was 15, 15 okay. years old. Uh, we moved to uh, Fort Polk, Louisiana. Um, stayed in Fort Polk for about a year, and then we ended up going to Maryland, uh, Baltimore, Maryland, Montgomery County, all about that. And then we went to Fayetteville, North Carolina, where we spent most of the time. Okay. Yeah. So, so what'd you guys think of the U.S. when you first got here, coming from uh, Trinidad to Vegas? Different, for sure. Yeah. It's definitely, it's definitely different, and it's it's more opportunities than it would be back home. But it's a little bit tougher because, like, a, a lot of our family is there. You know, a lot of people got, like, they can have, you see the family reunions and you see everybody, you know what I mean? They whole family together. Like, we can't do that. Our family's so far away, you know what I mean? And then we just got our citizen stuff uh, together, well, like, three, four months ago. So we couldn't even go home. Okay. Okay. So we're trying to really try to go home this year, try to visit some of our family. I got nine brothers back home. Really? Yeah, on my dad's side. That's the only one on my mom's side. But on my dad's side, it's like nine of them. So I do want to go and try to link in with them or whatever, you know what I mean? You left so young, you so much you you can go back home and learn so much mm -hmm. about where you're from, your family, all of that. Yeah. Was it an easy transition for you guys coming to the States? Not that easy. We first had to learn how to, like, speak. You know what I mean? Clear, like, because it's broken English. Yeah, we speak broken English. People think it's not English, but it's really broken English. You just gotta really like be listening, and and people's attention span is not like that. They don't want to really sit here and read your lips and your mouth and try to understand what you're saying. So it took us a little while to actually grasp the talking and communicating with people and stuff like that. And then another thing about it is, like, where we from, I f we treat family a lot different than some American street family, if I might say it. Like, family is big for us. Yeah. Like, you know what I mean? Like, this is my brother. If I go buy a chain, I buy my brother a chain. If he go buy a shoe, he buy me a shoe. I see people, brothers and stuff that don't be like that. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? But where we from, that's how we was brought up. Me and bro was sleeping on bum beds till what, 18, 19 years old. Like, sure. you know what I mean? So we, that, that's what we try to bring to the game too, the, 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 the fact that 
a family. Like, you see what I'm saying? You don't really have a lot of family ties too much in the game. Like, brothers, like, real loud brothers. And you see them taking off. You know what I mean? Like, I was just saying on my other interview, T Grizzly and Baby Grizzly, I like what they was doing. Okay. You yeah. see what I'm saying? You got Keed and got it. Like, you know what I mean? It's, it's coming back. You know what I mean? But we try to keep it locked in like that. It's really too much separation between us. Yeah. Yeah, the bro. So what's life like in Fayetteville? What's, what's going on up there? Fayetteville, Fayetteville is Fayetteville, man. Um, it's, it's, it's a love-hate relationship with Fayetteville. The only problem with Fayetteville, they don't have a lot of the opportunities that um, a lot of people here have. And, um, you know, you had a couple of people come through here. Uh, 3D, that's my boy, him. Okay. Like, people like that that's coming out our city and trying to bring the light back to the city. You see what I'm saying? So I got to salute. I can't come here and not salute people like that that came out here and stepped up and brought, showed us that you got to take that out the city. Fayetteville is a lot of consumers. It's not really a lot of, you know what I mean? It's hard to break out of Fayetteville. For mm -hmm. real. You see what I'm saying? But you popping everywhere else, it's it almost like, oh, it's okay to like him now. You know <laughs> what I mean? But, you yeah, know, fall yeah, they fall in line. And y'all, you were playing sports growing up? I played football, basketball. I played all that stuff growing up. Um, uh, had a football scholarship, all that kind of stuff. Ended up having some legal issues. Um, bro was already in some stuff. And then he, um, he was the one he was rapping. He had okay. the uh, Cool Edit Pro and the computer mic and all that kind of stuff. Like our story, crazy. Like, like rapping in a minivan with the mic hanging off of the, uh, the, the, the rear view mirror. Like, Rapping when people didn't want to rap. Rapping when rapping wasn't cool. Rapping when, you know, people didn't want, like, that's when we was doing it. You know what I mean? And it's not, like I was saying, it's not something that we're too proud of, but I feel proud of it now because the success that we're getting with it. So it's like, it's okay to say, yo, I put in the blood, sweat, and tears. But anybody ask you that, man, I've been rapping 10 years. Like, damn, why? 10 years. <laughs> Where were you going to college at? Where'd you have your scholarship? I had a scholarship to University of Maryland. Oh, wow. Okay. Mm -hmm. To play middle linebacker at University of Maryland. And um, ended up uh, getting in some trouble. And then when I went out there, uh, the U.S. Marshals ended up coming on the football field and taking me out of the football field. My, um, my, uh, my guy was Vernon Davis at okay. the time. So that's yeah. what you know when I was in there. My guy was Vernon Davis at the time. He was going to go to the NFL. Yeah. And that was like his last year. And that was my, you know what I mean? That was the person that was showing me the ropes. Okay. Yeah. yeah. And after that, I came back home and I just started really pushing the music heavy, pushing the music heavy. You know what I mean? Because of the love for it. Like, I do everything. I mix. I do my own apparel. You know what I mean? Everything from bed sheets to uh, comforters. Bed to sheets, really? Bed sheets. Okay. Bed sheets, comforters, baby, uh, onesies. baby onesies, socks, car mats, bathroom mats, shower, curtain. shower curtains, <laughs> all that. Like this rule game thing is everywhere. Like our whole, our whole house is. <laughs> you see that's what I'm saying? Up, and that's why a lot of people kind of really started messing with us too because we branded it like that. I took the brand and just ran with it. You see what I'm saying? And try to put it on everything that I could possibly put it on. You know what I mean? To the point now where it's like looking back at it, we did it ourselves. Mm -hmm. Everybody used to wear a shirt. I could see them and be like, damn, I remember what I was doing when I pressed that shirt up and we was printing them shirts because I did it myself. You see what I'm saying? Like, we ain't really had, like, now we got so much people that do everything and it's kind of hard because even my management now, they be like, YOLO, you got to let these people do their jobs. You see what I'm saying? But it's just hard when you've been doing it yourself for so long, you know what I mean, to trust somebody with your career. Like, you might not feel how I feel about my career. I've been doing this way too long to play. You might not feel like that. You see what I'm saying? So I just, 
if it go wrong, then I bring myself. You see what I'm saying? I'm like, oh, you knew better. You knew you should have did that on your own. Like, I don't never really let stuff really hinder me. I always try to find some way to put it on myself <laughs> to learn from it. You know what I mean? Yeah, I feel that. So, Kuhn, how long have you been rapping and what had inspired you at first? Um, I've been rapping for 10 plus years. Uh, but my inspiration really came, uh, I caught a charge. I was like 16 going on 17. And it was a pretty uh, big charge for my age because I got snatched up straight out of high school. So oh, wow. uh, I got put on house arrest after like six, seven months of being locked up. And then from there, I kind of just had to find something to do with my time. You know what I mean? So mm -hmm. you know, I used to listen to all the you know, Wayne tapes and you know every, everything. Like I was already into the music. So kind of just picked up a mic I think I got a couple of my homies that put in at first, like, yo, we need to go get this computer set up, we need a mic, you know what I'm saying, we're going to try to record, so. And then also, while I was in there, I was, you know, kind of writing a little bit, you know, things like that, so. Did it take much convincing to get YOLO to rap then? Nah, YOLO was always uh, around because he was back and forth from school, sometimes he used to come, you know what I mean, check on me, I'll be already outside, you know, drinking, trying to, you know, lay some records or whatever and he used to always be he used to rap also but uh more like a battle rap but he would you know sometimes get on the track also but it didn't take you know what i mean much and the reason he actually had the extra push in it was uh they came around again and locked me back up but it was for the same charge it was more like now it's time you got to go you know what i mean it's time to go to prison like you know what i'm saying so at that point in time, you know, I just told bro, like, yo, just keep pushing the music, keep, you know what I mean, keep fucking with it. And when I came back home, it was like a whole different ball game. Like, you know, it wasn't no cool edit pro no more. It wasn't no, you know, little bullshit mic. It was, you know, the works. Like, you know, he was using pro. If you went on a road trip and you didn't stop for a Big Mac or drop a crispy fry between the car seats or use your McDonald's bag as a placemat, then that wasn't a road trip. It was just a really long drive. Bada ba ba ba. At participating McDonald's. Tools now, like till this day, I still, cause I used to do the mixing and stuff back then, but now, like, I don't, I don't know anything about it. Like, you know, bro, do all that, <laughs> yeah. so I just, you know, just rap. How proud were you uh, when he came? Well, home now? man, I'm still proud, bro. Still, like, you know, bro, he did his thing. He took it from, you know, where we was at, which is, you know, little city in the garage, and then he pushed it to where we at now, so I'm still proud of that, bro. Yeah. How'd you guys link up with DJ Scream? Scream, okay. We street niggas at the end of the day. Only thing we used to listen to was Scream tapes. Yeah. If you didn't listen to a Scream tape, you know what I mean? You know, 07 to 010, 011, you're lying. You see what I'm saying? Like, Scream was everywhere. everywhere. Shawty Lowe's, the Rick, he was on everything. And um, we, we remember talking about it, and I was like, yo, like, I really want to get Screen to do a mixtape for us. You see what I'm saying? And um, they, I, went on, I went on Instagram. They had a showcase. Um, the winner got a Screen tape. $300 to enter when they get a Screen tape. Me and you both know what type of Screen tape it was going to be off of that showcase. You see what I'm saying? Like, it was just going to be something quick put together just for the showcase. You see what I'm saying? We go on the show, we go through the showcase, I get on the stage, they say, they start playing the song. I said, nah, I'm not here to perform, I don't want to do none of that. I just need to holler at Scream, tell Scream to meet me in the back, I need him to host my tape. I don't want to do no auditioning or no nothing like that. No cap. Scream comes to the back. 
He walks up on me, says, bro, who the fuck are you, bro? You know what I mean? I'm like, I'm from Fayetteville. She said, so you drove all the way out here? I said, yeah, I drove all the way out here because I won't go into no management, no secondhand person, no middleman, no nothing. I want to hear it from the horse's mouth what it's going to charge me to get this tape done and get this song pushed. He's like, well, you know, we have a, 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 a way we do things. You know what I mean? You send a couple records. I play it with the team. And then if they think it's cool, then, you know, that's when we do the tape. It's not like we don't want your money. Like, we don't just take money from people. You see what I'm saying? We don't care about the money. I said, oh, that's even more dope. I sent him my first record we did, what's called Rumble, which was what we're known from. Like, that's our first hit song ever. That's what we get booked for and everything like that. So I sent it to him. He called me like three minutes. He ain't finished the song. He's like, yo, this is fire. He was like, when you ready to try to get it done? I said, ASAP. So he ends up calling Hood Rich Rip. Okay. He calls Rip. We go down to Mean Street Studios. He sits in there with Rip. You know what I mean? But with me, I... The structure is what I was lacking more than anything. You see what I'm saying? Like this, like right, like right about now, you see this, he probably gonna be proud of shit because he ain't seen me in a little minute. And the way I wanna come back around and link up with him is on this level. You know what I'm saying? Like I did the groundwork with y'all. We did three tapes with him. You see oh, yeah. what I'm saying? So um when when we when I um did the tape with him, we, we sat down, he kind of went through all the records, put the shit together for me, and we put it out, and it was crazy. Um, he ended up hitting live mixtapes up. Live mixtapes was telling him, hey, it's going to be this much to put it on there, blase, blase, blase. I don't know how he worked it out. I woke up the next day. It was front page of live mixtapes. You see what I'm saying? And he was like, nah, I'm, I'm, I'm fucking with you, bro. You're like, little bro, I believe in what you got going on. I see the drive. I see the energy that y'all got. And I'm rocking with y'all. And ever since then, that was cool. I went back to him for the second one. He linked me up with Swamp. Okay. Me and Swamp clicked like this because Swamp from South Carolina. So Swamp, he was so impressed by us because he was like, from him being from South Carolina, he was like, you know, Atlanta, Atlanta artists and Atlanta people don't know how good they got it to have the opportunities that they have to, to be able to get their stuff out. Somebody from South Carolina, North Carolina come through here, we're going to take, we're going to value every single opportunity that we get and we're going to bust our ass to try to make sure that it works for us as as much as we can and that's what he was talking about he was like yeah he was like y'all gonna come out here and go crazy because y'all not gonna look at nothing lightly you see what i'm saying like we didn't sit here and watch these interviews before you see what i'm saying i could have been came and seen you but why make get on the right level first to come see you somebody you understand what i'm saying don't just just come and just do nothing just to do it you know what i mean and with the duke record going so crazy it just came around the time to like yeah Go ahead and do it. You know what I mean? So mm -hmm. that's how we ended up linking up with Scream and Swamp. Okay. So yeah, let's talk about that record, man. Got it on me with Duke Deuce. How did yeah. this come about? Got it on me came about me and me and um, Kuhn did the record a while back. We had uh, mixed by Tilly, QC engineer. Tilly was the one that mixed the record for me. While Q Tilly was mixing the record, um, Duke Holo's situation wasn't on Front Street yet. So Tilly was like, yo, we just signed somebody. I know y'all don't do, y'all don't got no features with people and stuff like that. You know what I mean? I know how you is about that, yo. Look, cause I'd rather put the money into myself. If it's not genuine, I'm gonna put the money into myself. You see what I'm saying? So he ends up like, yo, you need to put Duke on it. I went and looked at some of that stuff, seen what he was on, but the sample in the record is why he was saying that. The Memphis sample, yeah. the Three Six mm -hmm. Mafia sample. It fit So it fit him. Mm -hmm. So we ended up, um, uh, waiting a little bit, you know, trying to get our money together. Then uh, me and Kuhn was listening to it one day again, and Kuhn said, bro, you need to go ahead and make that move ASAP. Like, it, it's time to go ahead and, and step it up a little bit and make that move. 
Uh, I was kind of hesitant about it at first because I'm like, yo, we got like over 4,000 songs. You see what I'm saying? I'm like, bro, you really want to go and put, you know what I mean, into that one? Like, you know what I mean? It's a sample on it. It's all kind of stuff. Like, you know, it's a lot of problems. We're going to go through that. But Kuma's like, bro, listen, let's just do it. We end up getting the, the sample and all that stuff cleared up. We end up sitting down with Duke's manager, Snipes. Um, Duke wasn't doing no features then. They had him on a tuck situation where they were about to release his album. They want to put, they didn't want to do nothing with him or whatever the situation was. We sat down, we chopped it up with him or whatever. We let him hear the record. Uh, when Duke heard the record, he instantly fucked with the record. He was like, yo, this shit is hard. Shit wouldn't want to beat a nigga ass. Like, I was like, yeah, exactly <laughs> what he said. So um, he ended up dropping the record with us. Um, the record came out so crazy, you know what I mean? Um, we ended up shooting the video right here in Atlanta. Um, we ran the mansion out there. Um, we shot the video right here in Atlanta. And then when the video came back out, you know, sounds hot, sounds good, you know, everything. But when that <laughs> video came back and we seen it, the whole thing put together, like Jason Joshua mixed it. I guess a lot of heavy hitters on that record. You see what I'm saying? Sing mastering from Atlanta right here. They, they, they like it's a, it's. But I'm an indie artist, so they they show us respect like that. They're like you playing with the majors and you were indie. You know what I mean? Like it ain't too many people in North Carolina. I don't think it's nobody in North Carolina with a Jason Joshua mix. A lot of people don't even know who that is. But you got to get you got you got to know what's going on. You got to play above these people if you want to get in the places that these people is at. If you don't got no leverage like that. Like, if I was in Atlanta, it probably would have been worth for me. <laughs> but I'm here now, though. We moved out here. We out here now. You see what I'm saying? And we pushing heavy with that. But we, when we dropped the record with Duke, it went so crazy. They called me. They was like, yo, this is finna go nuts. You see what I'm saying? I'm one of them. I'm going to see it. I, I've been doing this so long. The flim flams that come with it. The hustles that come with it. The, the, the talks that come with it, the, the prep talks, the, hey, man, you know, you got it, hey, man. Like, so I'm not one to be too hype, you know what I mean? I didn't really start getting hype until I came down here. And uh, we linked up with them at the Hollapalooza uh, with Holiday, you know what I mean? We was out there with them, and I, and I could just, after that, you know, they started showing me all the playlists and all the YouTube playlists and all this stuff, like just, just picking up the song organically. You see what I'm saying? Just because the song is hard. It's almost at like 250K, that I mean, views yeah, now. In the it's first like week. First week. You see what I'm saying? Um, so I'm, I'm, no, I'm kind of stoked about it, man. Like I said, I'm still overwhelmed about it. You know what I mean? Because we still, like I said, I still got other records that I want to, you know what I mean, put out. But it's the ones that you least expect. And this, I ain't going to lie, he believed in it. He believed in it more than anything. I, I, I'm not, I don't fake it. He did. I was second guessing it. I second guessed it a lot of times, but he believed in it. When it dropped, he said, look, look, I told you, I told you, look, everybody <laughs> thinks this Duke song. It fits him that good. Yeah. That's what we try to do with our features. Like all, even the other features that I have, you would think it's the artist song. I don't try to get them on my, on my thing. You know what I mean? Cause I'm already do what I do. I, the song won't fit you so good. Like you ain't got no choice, but to rock with it. No choice. And that's how he was, you know what I mean? He started dancing in there and everything when the joint came on. So, you know, I, and they show love. For him to be my first feature, like, that was genuine love. Kind of made me kind of mad that I didn't, that I haven't been doing it. But I know everybody isn't going to be like that. Yeah. Everybody's not going to show that type of love and be that open to another person coming up there, you know, because he's still trying to get all the way up to where he wants to go. So for somebody to put you on them spots and every time he got a show, he tell me, pull up and come on. Like, you know what I mean? It's his release party. Pull up, YOLO. He FaceTime me. Come on. Like, you see what I'm saying? Come out here. So, you know, it's love, man. It's de it definitely is. Like, in the light of, it definitely is love with him. Yeah.
definitely going up, man. Yeah, so yeah, it is. What do you plan to follow up next? Is it going to be another single? Is it going to be a project? I, I got a lot of music out. Um, what management trying to do right now is they're trying to get me to not put so much out, you know what I mean, and more work records. I got so much, it's like I get tired of a record real fast and just drop another one, and that's not good. You know what I mean? Artists, if you're listening, if you're doing that, that's not good. You know what I mean? You got to try to, even if you don't think it's like that, they hear it enough, it's good, they're going to, they're gonna, you know what I mean? If that Who needs an alarm in the morning when McDonald's has sausage, egg, and cheese McGriddles and a breakfast cutoff? Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. If your whole team agrees. You know what I mean? I was probably like the only person that wasn't all the way, you know what I mean? But now when I see it, I'm like, hell yeah, you would never know. I'm like, right, that's, yeah, let's go. Dude, you know what I mean? But, you know, it's, we put more singles. I got the single with New Jersey Twerk I got called Charges. I shot that in my hometown, the battle rapper New Jersey Twerk. Um, I shot that. I got the one with Tusi. I got another record I got getting in the works with a uh, little got it. Okay. Um, and then uh, I'm trying to get a, this, this Grizzly, T Grizzly record too. Um, we yeah, in the works of trying. Yeah, and then I don't know Jeffrey. I got one with I don't know Jeffrey too. Uh, uh, it's on his album. He just dropped his album and uh, he put the record on his album. You see what I'm saying? So it kind of showing us that branching out was a good was kind of a good thing because we just did the record. I didn't know he was gonna put it on his album. Jeffrey hit me like, "Yo, I'm finna put this on my album, bro. It's hard," and he put it on his album. You know what I mean? <laughs> Love, like, it's crazy though, like, that people just, you know, cause you, you know, I done been, I don't look for it. So when it happens, you know what I'm saying? I, I, it's almost like unbelievable. You know what I mean? Cause I didn't go looking for him to say, yeah, I'm gonna put that on my arm um, thing and I'm gonna rock out with that or whatever. You know what I mean? He got a show he wants to come out there and do the show with him and perform the song. Like, that's just, look, you're talking about a whole cult following. Jeffrey has a cult following. Like, you know what I mean? That's a, all little white kids and everybody's in school and they just love Jeffrey. You see what I'm saying? So when he go to his show, he's crowd surfing. You know what I mean? I don't even know how I'm going to deal with that. Yeah. But I'm going to go. You know what I mean? <laughs> and I'm going to definitely see what's up. Hopefully they can hold you up, man. You pretty I ain't guy. jumping off. <laughs> you ain't jumping uh -uh, off. I ain't jumping off the stage. Uh -uh. I ain't got time for that. I'm going to fall straight through the floor. Uh -uh. Uh -uh. Catch a lawsuit. Uh -uh, I ain't got time. Hurt somebody. <laughs> Um, and you mentioned doing this all independently, man. Talk about the grind that comes with it. The grind that comes with it is that when I start running to some of these artists that sign, I realize we living better than them. You see what I'm saying? Like, a lot of people gave up a lot to get to where they at, and they, people don't know that. They just see them. You see what I'm saying? They don't know four or five people on their deals or all this kind of stuff going on just so they can get to where they at. <coughs> so don't sit there and look at somebody's life and say you want to have their life. You don't know what type of problems them boys got. You don't know what type of situation they're in. You don't know anything like that. So for us, it was more so a, um, we, throughout our whole 10 year spread, there's been a bunch of people that always came around and said, you know, we'll, we'll invest in y'all, we'll rock with y'all, we'll do stuff like that. But they were terrified. I actually had a label sit down with us and tell us like, like, nah, we don't, like, y'all scare us. You see what I'm saying? Like, the way that y'all carry y'all so we had to switch that around too, because we was carrying, I'm pulling up 50, 60 people deep, and a lot of people don't like that. You see what I'm saying? Like, they want you, like, these people want to feel comfortable. 
They don't want to feel like, you know what I mean? Oh, it might go down in here any given second. So I learned to cut down how much people I travel with. You know what I mean? You can't bring everybody out here when you're meeting people, professional people. You can't bring all the homies in the hood out here. You try to meet all these professional people. They don't know how to act, some of them. You just, that's why, and that's what I'm learning this time around. Even though I'm indie, it's moving like I'm not. That's the main thing, it's moving like I'm not. And that's what Duke and them liked about me. That's what everybody meet me, that's what they like. You see what I'm saying? They're like, just about the way you move already. It's strategic. Because mm -hmm. they don't know. We've been planning for this. Like, for real, since we was like 15, 16, we've been planning and, and doing this. People be like, oh, man, I don't want to be a rapper. Oh, that's cat. We, that's what we wanted to do. Like, we like making music. Like, so when I hear people say that I ain't want to be a rapper and I just bop, I be like, damn, that's, that's good for you then, man. Because there's a lot of people out here that's really that, that that's what they want to do. They don't want it for the fame. They don't want it to go out there for the bitches. Like me and bro, been, we, we, we been tearing them up. Like we don't need rapping to get females. You don't need, you know what I mean? That's what some of these people do. <laughs> I don't need a label to get a chain. I don't need like, you see what I'm saying? Like we just like making music. We just want to make music. That's it. Mm -hmm. That's all we want to do. All the other stuff we don't care about. I don't go to a club and there's a time to perform. I ain't talking to nobody or nothing. Got a girl. I'm good. I don't got. You see what I'm saying? It's, you got to be focused, man. It's more like that. It's focused. You got to be more focused because you could lose focus in this shit if you don't really want it. That's the key. If you just in this shit just to be in it, and you just out here, you just out here. You know, you're not gonna be focused like that. But now nah, we 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 definitely focused this time around, and uh, we definitely definitely excited about the uh, the results that's coming out of what we've been doing, all the hard work we've been putting in. So. Yeah, it's not an overnight success, man. Nah, it's not. And it happens for some people. That's a gift from God, though. I feel like, like you, you just, that's, they don't happen for everybody. Yeah. You know what I mean? And it's harder to keep that longevity, too, if you get it overnight. Because it's no, it's no backing. Mm -hmm. It's nothing to fall back on. You see what I'm saying? And even <coughs> people that get there like that, though, sometimes I feel bad for them because they don't know the game. You overnight, you don't know the game. You don't know split sheets and... All that kind of, you don't know, you don't know. You just basically, whatever somebody tell you, you're just going with. Cause you here, that's all you know, I'm here. You know what I mean, I'm here, that's all I care about. Give me some drugs, give me whatever, I'm here. You know what I mean, nah, that's not how it go. You gotta learn the business. And the people that learn the business is the people that's still on top today. Gucci man, Jeezy's, Rick Ross, the people that learned the business. Street nigga, but they learned the business. You gotta learn the business. And that's where I'm aiming to be. Jay-Z's like, I know the business. Like, you can't bamboozle me. Like, you see what I'm saying? Like, even with mixing. I go in these big studios, I'm telling the engineer what to put on their stuff. I mean, me and Jason having real live kind of, he like, who the hell are you? Like, yeah, I mix my own. I know, I know. I've been doing this just that long. It just ain't been on that scale, but that don't mean I don't know what I've been doing. You know what I mean? And that's the more, that's the key to this. Like, it's always just, just staying true to yourself. Your time gonna come. Mm -hmm. If it's meant to be, it'll come. Yes, it. All right, guys, any shout-outs before we wrap it up? Um, I want to shout-out the whole gang, my whole team, my boy 50, my boy True, my boy Doe. You see what I'm saying? I want to shout-out my boy Vaji, the whole city of Fayetteville. You see what I'm saying? Trinidad and Tobago. You know what I mean? Who else? I want to shout-out Scream, Duke, anybody that even took time to push play, took time to listen to anything that we ever put out from my mama garage to dirty glove porch 
I, I, I thank you and I'll give you a shout out right now. And, 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 and I definitely appreciate what everybody has been doing. You got some shout outs, brother? Kilt, Tony, everybody he said. Anybody fucking with the move? Yeah, anybody that's fucking with the movement, we salute you, bro, and understand that, you know, we ain't gonna stop, we never gonna stop. For all the people that's in Fayetteville that's watching this, y'all know we ain't gonna stop, like, you know what I mean? And we gonna make sure that we put on, and we gonna make sure they remember. So, that's about it. I got it on me, I don't need no rubber bands. Hold up, hold up. Ah, uh, I'm in the party with my homies going eight shit. Everybody loves McDonald's fries. So yes, you accused your mom of stealing some of your fries on the way home. Um, but the bag did feel a little light. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. -ba -ba.